Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Astrology with Alice. I'm your host, Alice Bell. And today I am celebrating five years as a professional astrologer. So I wanted to do an episode where I kind of explain like what exactly I do as an astrologer, like how I make money for myself, because Honestly, before this was my career, I didn't know that this was a career path that you could have. Like I would have, if someone would have told me at age like 23, hey, you're going to be an astrologer in in a few years, I would have been like, what does that entail? So yeah, and hopefully this episode is helpful to people that not only might be aspiring astrologers themselves, but also if you're just looking to go freelance and work for yourself in general. I'm also going to be going over the transits that were happening to my chart at each phase of my business. So you can understand like the energy behind why I made certain business decisions when I did and why certain opportunities came about at specific times. Exactly five years ago today, February 1st, 2019, I was waking up and it was my first day of being my own boss. Like I had no one to answer to anymore. And it was such a weird feeling. It's also interesting to look back at that time because even though I'm still an astrologer, like it's the same career, my day-to-day and like what I do for work, like what my work tasks and responsibilities are could not be more different. And I would honestly say... It's taken me up until like the last year, maybe year and a half for me to fully be confident in myself as an astrologer. Like I'm at a point where I don't need to make a prediction statement or something and then need to go look at like, are other astrologers saying the same? Is this right? What are they saying on this? It's more like over the past year, I've I've noticed a shift in being like, wow, I like really know a lot of astrology. I know what I'm talking about. And I just wanted to mention that because like having confidence in yourself and building a business that you feel really good about takes a long time. Like this is not an overnight process. So if you are thinking about doing that, having patience is so key because yeah, these things just do not happen overnight. Okay, so to start, let's go back to the beginning of when I first discovered astrology. Well, I guess I I always knew about it. Like, I always knew I was an Aquarius. I would read my weekly horoscope kind of infrequently. It wasn't like a huge deal to me. I wasn't a super spiritual person. But a lot of finding astrology and making a shift from working in fashion to wanting to be a full-time astrologer had to do with my sixth house and having a ton of transits take place there over like a two to three year period. So I first got interested, like obsessive about astrology, like wanting to understand my birth chart and learn more about it and really going into like the nitty gritty of what astrology is at the start of 2018. And Saturn had entered Capricorn, my sixth house, in at the very end of December of 2017. So literally two weeks after that transit went into effect, I found this new passion that would later become my entire career. When I first started learning astrology, though, I didn't see it as like a viable career path. It was just simply a hobby that I really enjoyed and was helping me to better understand myself and the people in my life. Like I wanted to get my hands on the birth times of every single person I knew. And I was just giving like written birth chart readings for free to everyone I knew, like over Instagram DM to strangers, um, 
because I had like, I think when I first started posting about astrology, I had maybe like 4,000 followers. It wasn't a lot, but like people were really interested when I used to post about it um, in the beginning. And also like to my coworkers, just giving them readings, ex-boyfriends, like that explained so much, like reading the birth charts of like guys I didn't end up, a relationship didn't end up working out with them in college, like reading those charts. So really asking everyone for their birth information. And from there, I just started to get better and better with it. And I remember about six months into learning astrology, someone I knew reached out and wanted to know if I could predict when they would be moving homes. And I had never dealt with like predictive astrology. I didn't know how to read transits at that point. And I was just like, sure, I can try my best to figure this out. And it was just through like, looking at his chart and I applied transits to it and then just like clicking back and forth, something suddenly clicked for me. And I was like, this is how transits work. And this is how they move around the chart. And that was kind of the beginning of really finding that as a niche that I love doing. But I also wanted to point out that me learning astrology at first, I didn't enroll in a formal course. I honestly... I feel like I wish I had because I would have gotten a solid foundation of the basics first, but I became so much more interested in like the complicated stuff about astrology, like transits, like solar return charts. And then I had to go back over time and be like, wait, I need to know like, what are the foundation, what are the foundational characteristics of like the signs? Um, The houses was that, that information came pretty easily to me. I've always been able to understand houses more than I have been able to articulate signs. I don't know what it is about it. I just like the houses and explaining them more. But yeah, over time, I built up a library of astrology books, learned a lot through them. Like my favorite astrology authors are Stephen Arroyo. Um, I love Liz Green books. Sometimes they're a little dense though. Aaron Sullivan's another great astrologer. But yeah, reading books. And then also as I started to zero in on topics I was more passionate about, I I would start to buy workshops online by astrologers um, that I admired. The shift from taking this from being a hobby to being a full-time career path, though, started to come about when Uranus entered Taurus in the spring-summer of 2018. And then it went retrograde. And while it went retrograde and moved back into Aries for a bit, that was kind of when I was like, okay, like this could be something I can make money off of. I love doing this. Why don't I start charging like minimal amounts for readings? So like at first I think I was doing like $15 and then charging people $15 and then sending them like three pages worth of birth chart interpretation. And also like when you are first starting out with astrology and giving readings, giving written readings is very helpful because you can like refer back to information. Like you obviously aren't going to know and have everything memorized at first. So it is helpful to like look back and be like, oh, is this really what Venus in the 10th house means? So that was like really where I gained a ton of practice was through writing birth chart readings out. And then as we'll get into, I pivoted into giving like in-person readings and readings over Zoom and that type of thing. So yeah, Uranus was um, on the brink of entering my 10th house and hitting my midheaven there in Taurus. 
Saturn was in the sixth house and the eclipses were about to pivot into my sixth house too. And they were like coming out of those first seventh house eclipses of like gaining greater understand self-understanding, which was definitely triggered by learning astrology. And it was like kind of on the brink of, okay, job change is definitely coming about. I don't know if I would be able to take the risk to be a full-time astrologer and like leave a job to do this if I was my age that I am now. Like there was something so kismet about being 26 years old, working. I was working as a fashion assistant at Vogue. I literally got paid $28,000 a year, so $500 a week to work insane hours and no paid vacation, no health insurance, So it was like, there was nothing to lose in taking this risk to go work for myself. And like, it was easy to match that amount of money. I just really wanted to emphasize that because it is important. Like if you're thinking about taking a risk to work for yourself, like I really want to emphasize how important it is to have like a financial support and like know that you have savings to fall back on or you're just... It's like, I can understand how it would be really hard to leave like the security of a nine to five job that offers you a lot of benefits to go do something on your own where that's not the case. But that was already not the case for me, which why, which is why it made it so much easier. And also at age 26, I had no one, like no one was relying on me. Obviously didn't have kids, didn't have a partner. It was just me. So There was definitely a shift in the end of 2018 with um, another pair of eclipses in, I think it was like Leo and Cancer. Was there a, there may have been a third eclipse around that time too in Aquarius as well. Between then and then the next set of eclipses, which would have been Capricorn and Leo, which was my sixth and first, which was indicating that job change. That was really when I had like there was like a big internal shift and I was like, let's do this astrology thing. I'm going to make this into a business, developed a website, started taking readings a lot more seriously, just became more professional about the whole thing. And then in January of 2019, I gave my notice at my job, like on the day of the solar eclipse in my sixth house. And I just remember my coworkers being like, oh, like all this, you're, you're leaving. Like what? what's your new job? And I was like, I'm going to be an astrologer. And people were kind of like, what? (laughs) Same with my parents. Um, But yeah, it was like, people just like don't understand that this is like a, this is a real career path that you can have. By February 2019, I was fully working for myself. And that first year of running my own business was it was very much sixth house themed. I had Saturn, the nodes, and like Pluto all clustered in my sixth that year. And a lot of what I did every day was giving readings to people. Started out with like continuing the written readings and then transitioned into having people meet up at the coffee shop across from my apartment to have like an in-person reading. Um, And I made a lot of friends through doing those in-person readings. So it was nice to have that like human connection because otherwise I was going from like having this office environment of having a ton of friends at work to being totally isolated at home alone. And that was 
that took me a few months to get used to. Now I love it, but it felt like very lonely those first six months or so of working for myself. Coming from the fashion background was also very helpful in getting my business off the ground because I had PR contacts at different brands. And when they found out I was leaving my job to be an astrologer, a lot of people were reaching out asking me to come do readings at brand in-store events. So that's also where I gained a ton of practice with giving readings too, like showing up at a brand's store event, giving quick like 10-minute readings to people, like boom, 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 one after the other. So I would say, yeah, the bulk of my business was like readings to personal clients that were coming to me and then also doing these readings for brands. That was, yeah, that was it. I was so happy that first year of working for myself though. Like I had a little bit more money and I had like this freedom to go on vacation for two weeks if I wanted and do my horoscopes over there. Oh, also another huge thing was like, um, I started writing more astrology type content for brands. Like British Vogue approached me to start doing horoscopes for them. That was in June of 2019. And then also just doing like one-off horoscopes for other like fashion, beauty related websites. Um, very basic astrology stuff though. Like what type of like wedding dress to get based on your sign. I was still really growing my knowledge of astrology. So it was nothing super complex at that time. Then we got to 2020, the pandemic hit, which actually came at a good time because I was getting very burned out of like giving readings at brand events. They just were sucking a lot of energy out of me. And I was like, kind of like, what's next here? And the pandemic allowed me to slow down. And there was also a shift like in May of 2020, like a couple months into COVID and being under lockdown where I noticed like I didn't have to promote my readings as hard. I don't know if it was because of word of mouth or like the what kind of world we were living in at that time and people just wanted more answers. But I started to notice that when I would release reading times and I was doing them all virtually, of course, at this time, like over Zoom, when I started to release readings, they would sell out immediately. And I was like, this is interesting. Uh, But I would say like 2020 overall was like the year of still doing a ton of readings. I think I was doing like five each day, like six days a week at one point. But that really helped me to get even better with astrology. And I also became obsessed with doing more like research and learning. And I think I bought like 30 25 to 30 astrology books. Like the bulk of my library was purchased in 2020 because there was so much time to get that research done because I wasn't socializing. All the brand work like kind of fell off. Like brands didn't have money. I couldn't do these in-store events. So I'm very thankful actually because it helped me. That year was so great to slow down and just really become a better astrologer. By the end of 2020, I had a Mars retrograde take place in my ninth house. And that definitely applied to like all this learning that was going on. But I also started to feel called to teach astrology and become more comfortable with like public speaking. And this was really helpful. Like my friend Maxine, who was also an astrologer, we used to have our podcast together. She was also an astrologer at that point, wasn't doing it full time, but we were kind of like, why don't we start doing like new moon, full moon workshops? And that was really my first time in the fall of 2020 with like sharing knowledge. And I just remember being so shy doing those workshops. 
and speaking publicly. Like, I feel like I had to read off his script at that time. And then that transitioned into 2021, which was two years into my business. I gained more confidence with teaching. I started the podcast, Astrology and You. And it was interesting that I was doing all of this work with a business partner at that time because I had Jupiter and Saturn transiting through my seventh house. So it was... um, It was very much about like sharing work with someone and learning how to be a good business partner. 2021 was also when my Saturn return started. So it was very much that was it was a very frustrating time. It was like realizing that I wanted to pivot at work, but being frustrated because I didn't know exactly what that looked like yet. Like, yes, I was doing these new things, but it still didn't feel like I didn't feel creatively fulfilled, or I still didn't know like my exact niche as an astrologer. I did get approached by a literary agent in the spring of 2021 asking me if I wanted to write a book. And so I spent that entire year, the rest of 2021, working on that proposal. And looking back at that time, like I do so much writing now on Substack and on social media content and everything like that. And writing was so hard to... Like I was such a big procrastinator back then. It was like waiting until the proposal deadline was due in a week. And then I was like, okay, I got to do all this writing at once. And I think through that process of my Saturn return, which was mostly 2021 and 2022, I really like cemented the writing skills and got a lot more confident with just sitting down and writing at my computer every single day. And that that book deal that I eventually got the following year played a large role in that. It kind of showed me like, this is really nice getting to write every day. I should do this more. 2022 was peak Saturn return. I would say like defining work, element at work this year was writing that book. That was mostly the second half of 2022. I was still doing like brand work had picked up again after the pandemic, still writing like articles or doing like reels for brands here and there. But I was really sick of it by that point. Like, Yes, it was good money because brands just have more, but it was like the astrology info, it wasn't like meaningful. Like there's only so much you can do of like, this is this is your outfit you should be wearing based on your sign. This is like the floral bouquet you should buy based on your sign. Like none of that was super interesting or it didn't have like a lot of depth to it. And 2022 was kind of figuring out like, how can I share more astrology information that like resonates with people. And that's when I started to like really go in on the social media content and providing more like education about astrology there. And also like the eclipses in my 10th house that year allowed that major book opportunity to come through and Jupiter was in my ninth. So it was kind of like, that was a pivot year, but when you're in your Saturn return, things feel very frustrating And so if anyone is in that phase right now, it's like once you come out of that, there's just a clearer picture of where you need to be putting your energy. Then we get to 2023. So we're four years into running my own business by this point. This 2023 is like hands down the biggest like building greater structures in my business and really taking more confidence, like having more confidence in myself as an astrologer. And it was a year of experimenting with what does and does not work for me as a brand. And then also like laying the foundations for the years to come. 
Like a lot of what I did in 2023 will be continuing to grow over the next several years. But yeah, this was a lot to do with like Jupiter moving into the 10th house, eclipses wrapping up in the 10th, like just really getting clear on like, what is my niche as an astrologer and being more comfortable, like putting myself out there with sharing astrology. Also, Saturn entering my eighth house got me to really take stock of how I was making money and trying to figure out how to bring in money in new and different ways. Like I no longer wanted to rely on having to send all these invoices to different brands and then wait weeks for them to pay me. Like I did an event in February of 2023 and I did not see payment for that event until May like four months. That was kind of like the final straw. I was like, it's time to have more control over my own money. But yeah, I did a lot in 2023. I had the book come out, which was major. Like that was major career accomplishment. So grateful for everyone that like supported that and has enjoyed reading it. I quit my old podcast just because I felt, I felt as a partnership, we had outgrown that podcast. Like it was... It was time to like really zero in on like building my own brand. And for about a year up until that point, like I remember earlier in 2022, I had like just like an intuitive urge of you need to start looking into starting your own podcast, which is the one you're listening to now. But that came about like a year and a half before I started it. It was like this inkling of this needs to happen at some point. And so 2023 was the year that 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 happened. I also started Substack and it was like writing the book in 2022 made me want to continue writing more. And Substack allows me to do that. I just feel like what I've really figured out in the last year or two is that I'm able to convey my astrology knowledge the best through writing. It's what comes the easiest to me and like what I really enjoy putting energy into. So that's what I'm going to lean into the most over the next five, 10 years, however long at my brand. It's like writing makes me the most happy. I also hosted a retreat in 2023. Wow, I, I just like did the most in 2023. I'm definitely not gonna do as much in 2024. Like I think it was a it was a lot to do. And I really liked the idea of doing a retreat. I it's hard though, because I'm like I'm very much an introverted person. And it was very hard to be on for seven days in a foreign country and just nonstop. And I also really did not like the company I partnered with, Trova. I do not recommend them if you are wanting to do like a retreat. Um, so I think, like, I don't regret doing that at all. I had a great time, met like amazing women, but it got me to be more clear of like, okay, if I host a retreat, or something in the future, it just really needs to reflect me as a brand. And it needs to be in more of my own control. I think really that's the huge lesson I learned over the last year, especially in 2023. Like things, I just need to be more specific and things really have to align with my astrology brand in order for me to commit to that. And now that brings us to 2024, entering... So it's been five years exactly. I'm entering my sixth year of working for myself and I'm just continuing. I really want to continue growing what I initiated in 2023. 
not introducing a ton more, but just like stepping more into into like a teacher role and wanting to have the astrological knowledge be able to be accessible to more people, like through this podcast, Substack, writing books, like writing more books is definitely what I want to lean into over the coming years. And also with Jupiter moving into my 11th house in the second half of 2024, going into early 2025, I just have a feeling that it'll be a lot about community. So maybe wanting to do more in-person events and really meeting more of you and developing this stronger astrology community where we can like talk about how we're feeling about certain transits and just having more friends that share these interests with me. So I'm, I'm really excited about what the next year holds. And I hope this episode was able to give you a picture of how like much your own business can develop over five years or a longer period of time. Five years is honestly not even that long. Like if we're thinking about like the whole career path, like I'll probably be doing this for the next, if I live that long, like 50, 60 years, like I'll be doing astrology till I die. So five years is just the beginning. But yeah, if you are thinking about working for yourself or being a full-time astrologer or someone else that does a spiritual practice, I would not let like fear hold you back And you kind of just have to start, even if you have to do it alongside your main job in order to build enough income at first. Like it's very much a thing where you figure it out as you go along, but you have to start somewhere. Like I could not have started this business in 2019 and been launching a book at that same time or courses or a newsletter. Like it's been a slow build and it's taken a lot of time to be confident in myself as an astrologer. But yeah, I can't thank you guys enough for supporting me and listening to this podcast and enjoying my content. Like you allow me to do this for a living. And it's like what I love doing the most. So thank you. And I hope you have a good rest of your week. I'll see you back here on Monday. 